Hello everyone and welcome to the Photographer's Guide. My name is Austin, also known as Lance Sensei's on the internet. And today I want to talk about taking chances in whatever it is you're doing and the payoffs that can come from taking chances. Uh, this is a talk that is inspired by some recent events that have really paid off and I think can really benefit other people. So that's why I want to talk about them and really let people know it's okay to take chances. You know, it's we live in in a world where everything is monitored. Everything we see is seen by other people. Everything we do is seen by other people. And I think people have gotten safe. And I there's nothing wrong with being safe, but when you're safe to the point of stagnation, to the point where you don't do anything, you don't want to go explore your world, you don't take chances, I think that's where playing it safe can actually be detrimental to you and the people around you. So let me give you a little bit about my experience, what happened, and what led up to this thought of mine. So I have been interested in photography for the past five or six years, give or take, um, to really, really be into it, really trying to make something with it. And so when I have the opportunity to take part in competitions that will put me against other people that will test my own skills, I jump on the opportunity. And I don't go in with any expectations thinking, oh, I'm, I know I'm going to win because I'm better than this person or anything. And I go in for the experience. You know, I've lost so many more times than I can, I can even remember. So there's a lot to be said about, I guess, trial and error. But so this most recent experience, it was, it was an interesting experience. And it's actually still ongoing. So if you log into my Instagram, just look up Lance Sensei, L-A-N-T-Z-S-E-N-S-I. You can see all the photos going up. So I'm a big fan of skateboarding. I can't skateboard to save my life. But when I found out that, that there was an opportunity to design your own skateboard and have that design be made into a real skateboard if they choose you, I had to jump on the opportunity. This would do a couple different things. One, it would get my creativity going. So I'd be able to design, paint, and create something. I would be able to take photos and get my name out there and recognized by more people. And I'd be able to, in the end, get something that would help me enjoy my life more. A skateboard. So one of the skateboarding channels that I watch on YouTube, I watch, uh, what is it? I watch Andy Schrock and uh, Brian Ames, their shred quarters, their uh, revived skateboards. And in October or November, they announced that you could order a limited 200 skateboards that were completely white, except with a very faint outline of their logo. And you could design it. And if they like your design, 
then it would become a real design. And so when I heard this, I had to jump on it. First, it was just going to be for my daughter to let her do that and maybe become a real design. But she kind of got bored with it after a while, and she just said, it's, it's all your dad. So I took, I took the design, and I added my own flares. First, she was going to do kind of outer space fish, which would have been great. I mean, and Andy and Brian at the uh, Shred Quarters must have probably would have loved that. But I decided to go with the more, I guess, current theme, which is um, to get ready for the 2020 Olympics here in Tokyo. Uh, and spread out in the Japanese audience, I added kanji to the to the board uh, for kanji that that spell out revive. They have no meaning whatsoever; just they say revive. So I I took the board and I painted it, and I took my own pictures in my studio, my home. It's not even my studio; it's my bedroom, pretty much, um, because it's too big to take in my actual studio. So I took photos. But I, I wanted more than that. So to really get a skateboard, I figured you needed to go to a skate park. And this is where taking a chance comes into play. So you see, um, on this past Saturday, my plan was to go and take pictures at the skate park. So. Um, on the Thursday, on the Friday night, I got a call from my wife and said, your car's been hit. Go take a look and make sure. So, of course, I went in and made sure. And it had been hit, but that was no big deal. Um, I contacted the people, the insurance company, and together we figured it all out. But then because of that, we thought that the day would be destroyed because I had to spend all Saturday, most of the day Saturday, in the insurance company uh, office. So I took my car to the dealer and to the insurance company with all my camera gear and the, and the skateboard in the back, just in case I had some extra time. And lo and behold, the people said, all right, your car is fine. Uh, we have to contact the other people's insurance, and then uh, we'll replace your bumper because my bumper got shredded. Um, so I took the skateboard. I had already taken pictures of it, and I went down to the skate park. And when I got to the skate park, all of the all the skaters were there. We had kids from elementary school all the way to high school, and then adults skating. And it's, even, it's not even a good skate park. It's at a community center. So it's kind of an, an interesting place. We have bicyclists and pedestrians, People just walking by and then skateboarders going by. So I went there and took my camera bag and took out my camera and got ready. And when I pulled out the skateboard, I heard all the skaters around me say, oh, whoa, look at that. And so they came running up to me to take a look. And this is where it pays to, I guess, take chances because, you know, if I was if I was, you know, more, I guess, scared would be the would be the uh, way to think about it. But the way to uh, think about it, you know, some people might just like not even go. And some of the times that's how I act. You know, I I just see something and I think, oh, 
you know, it's better that I just, I just stay here. I, I don't need to, I don't need to go. I don't need to do anything. Um, but, you know, I, I went there and I just didn't feel an AV. I didn't feel nervous like I usually do, which is interesting. So all the skaters came up to me and they said, hey, what are you doing here? Because I put my stuff right next to their, right next to their bags. I introduced myself, said, told them what I was there for, and then I pulled out the uh, the board was underneath some of my other bags. So I pulled out the board and showed them, and they were so happy. They're like, "Wow, that's amazing! You designed this!" And "Wow, what are you doing with it?" And you know, I showed them. We enjoyed talking with each other for a bit. And then I then this is where I took a chance, and where you know I wouldn't have gotten the photos that I never I never would have gotten these photos if I didn't take a chance. So I said, "Hey." I want to take some photos around this area. What would be really cool is if I could get some skateboarders using the board. So my board didn't have any, didn't have anything on it. Um, it was, it's just the board. It doesn't have any grip tape or any uh, trucks or wheels at the moment because I wanted to show off the design. So I had the, I had all the skateboarders say, "All right, you know, why don't you go down to five, five stair, and why don't you all the over the board." And hold this up so I can so I can show it off. And everyone was so into it. They were so happy. They were excited. They're like, yeah, I love this board. This is awesome. You designed it. And now I can be part of it. And so because of that, I got some awesome shots of some people ollieing over a skateboard that I never would have gotten before. And I got some other interesting shots that I don't think I would have gotten without without taking some action. And so I think that it's important to reflect on this and reflect on it and thinking that I took two chances that normally I wouldn't take, which is rare. So first, I went to the skate park and I I was brave. I went out and I went to a place with people. I take product photos because I don't like to be out in places with a lot of people normally. It's something that I'm not very good at. So to get out there and meet other people, I met, I met a guy, uh, let's see, what is it? Fit guys? I met, I met a gentleman who has his own clothing brand because I went out. And if I had never gone out and I had never done, you know, if I had never gone, I never would have gotten that um, connection. So there's one, so there's one um, opportunity I took, and another thing I did is I asked. You know, I I saw the opportunity and I took it. I said, hey, you know, skate over this board, ollie it. If you crash into it, it's fine. It's my board, and you know, because of that, I got the, I got, I got some what I think are amazing shots. I'm I bet people who look at them are being like. Will say, well, that's a that's a horrible, that that thing's a horrible, um, you know, ollie, horrible s style. You know, your your coloring's off or something. I know that there'd be people saying, oh, you you didn't do so well, but you know what? The fact is, I don't really care about that. I I just had a wonderful experience because I took I took a chance, and I think I think that. If you want to get something done, if you're if you're sitting at home and you're sitting in front of your computer 
with a Word document open to start a book or you've got a blog you want to write because you have some ideas but you're afraid people are going to say something about it or you want to go take pictures of people I don't know doing random things so let's say dancing to Swan Lake in an actual lake in a swan costume for some weird thing that you like but you're too afraid to I, I the the advice that I've heard so many times and I think that what um, I think it has merit is just start even if you don't know where to start just start if you want dancers to dance Swan Lake inside of a lake with a bunch of swans well just start doing one thing at a time um, I think it was Lao Tzu, but I'm not sure, who said, small actions, small steps equals big actions, or something to that to that effect. And I think that it, that holds true even to today. You know, I've taken photos over the past five, six years, really, um, I've been trying my best to really take good photos, really solid photos. And you know, I'm not the best, of course, and I'm still learning. But the photos I've taken and the things, the steps I've taken have led to me being able to understand more about how to take photos, what to do, how to do it, where, how to talk to people. And so I just started. And even, even yesterday, this was yesterday, I just started. And because I just started and I went and I took the action, I got some amazing photos that I that I adore, I love. I think they're amazing photos. So I, I know this has been said many times by people like, you know, like Gary Vee, Chase Jarvis, all of these other people who are much more wildly successful um, monetary, uh, in money, and in uh, in their reach and everything else, they've they've said the same exact things that I'm I'm saying now. Just get started, and eventually, you know, even if even if you don't become stupidly rich, you're not the best photographer in you know North America, or you're not the most recognizable sports photographer, or whatever it is you do. Um, I think that I think that. Uh, you know, as long as you get started and you take small steps, eventually you'll you'll look back and you'll at least be able to say, look at what I did. Look at how much I've grown. And, you know, future generations, even though, you know, you may not be so successful, will be able to look and learn from you. And I think that's probably one of the most important things. Just be able to look and learn and to be able to help other people. I know that that's, I know, I, I'm not looking to become the next Ansel Adams. Of course not. I'm looking to, you know, get better at photography and maybe make a few extra dollars on the side from my photography. And that's all because I could use a couple extra dollars. That's all, you know. And if people like what I do and want to pay me, I'd be, I'd be more than happy to get paid for it. If, you know, people like what I do and... They want to hire me as an on-staff photographer. I would be happy to. But 
you know, I'm not going with, when, in with expectations. I'm doing this so I can look back and I can know I helped people with whatever it is they do. So if you're looking to start something, whether it be photography, a podcast, or anything else, just get started. You're going to look back and your first things are horrible. I don't have my first YouTube videos anymore. They they were all uh, they were all copyright striked, so I can't even use them. But then um, you know they're all just super low quality. I used it a really cheap JVC camcorder that doesn't even work anymore. You can't upload it to anything because the format doesn't work. At least when I tried to upload it to the video format that I I use now, it doesn't work. So. Um, you know, and my first photos, whew, man, they're horrible. But I mean, that's to be expected. And even now, my photos last week compared to now are horrible. And that's that's something about always trying and trying something new. You'll learn. Look, I, while I was taking pictures of kids ollieing over, ollieing over my skateboard and, you know, having fun, I learned a few different things. One, I learned how to really use mass, uh, tape well, <coughs> excuse me, to create a nice design in the uh, in paint. I learned the different kinds of paints that I should use and probably should never use on a <laughs> on a skateboard. But it's more more importantly, I I took some horrific shots, just some mangled, out of focus, horrible photos and video as well and you know what that that gave me a few different things that gave me an appreciation for the people who do this for a living you know i thought oh let's running around with a little with a little you know dslr with a fish eye won't be so hard it's it's actually a lot more difficult to keep the keep the subject in frame and to stay on them to uh, stay trained on the subject than I expected, so it was it was a lot more difficult than I expected, and to get crisp, clear shots of the boards flipping in the air or the or the legs, I didn't get one single shot that was like that. If you look at my shots on Instagram or on my Facebook, which will come up later, um, I'll upload them later. I mean, there you'll see that it's completely they're not good at all. But you know what that gave me? That gave me experience and that gave me interest to find, try and figure out how I can go about and make better photos in the future. You know, what can I do to, if, if I take photos of people with products, which I think is something that I should do because every time I take products with photos with people, you know, it seems to be there's a connection, a human connection that people seem to enjoy better than just you know, some cards sprawled out on the table or, you know, some, I don't know, some pen on fire. Just the, the human connection between people in a photo and looking at it on a screen, I think there's something that, a little deeper connection. So that might be something to I'm you might be seeing from me more in the future is model shots. I don't know. Um, but but that's not the point. The point is that, you know, I learned a lot. And in the future, if I do take these kind of shots, 
I can learn. I can I can learn, you know, how I have learned what not to do. And if I want to, I can I can ask people who do this for a living, what are your settings? I can go on YouTube and look up YouTube settings. I can I can go on Instagram and look up all the settings that different people use for their for their shots and I can take those and I can make my own shots next time and even better than they are are now. Even, you know, even the simple the simple one of someone jumping off of stairs. That was incredibly difficult to do. So I think if I can figure out how to do it better next time it will be it will be 100 times, 200 times better than it is now. And who knows? From that, something else might sprawl out. I might miss something else. I might hit a dial wrong. I might do something on my computer that I don't know how to undo. And then I have to go through and backtrack and undo all these permissions and do everything else to figure out what exactly is going on. So I, I, I hope that this little talk is a, is has been interesting you know, at all. I hope there's been at least one thing that you can take from here and apply to your own to, to your own life. If you're if you're hesitating to start something, my one my one um, piece of advice to you is just to start. Get out, do it. Grab a camera. If you want to be a photographer, grab a camera, grab your friends and go take some shots. You want to be a product photographer, go grab some products line them up on some backboard paper and take some shots or get get creative with it and get some textures going you want to be a basketball player get out on the court and find people to play with get involved in a community you want to do anything else go out do it get involved and i guarantee you you may not be the you know the cream of the crop, the number one, the best, the Michael Jordans, the Ansel Adams, the uh, Avicis of your chosen hobby and or second career or side hustle. But, you know, at least you'll have started. And when you look back, you can say, hey, I did that. I started that company. I took those photos. That photo on the side of the billboard with the with the uh, giant Nebuta is mine. I did that. And you can be proud of that. So if you enjoyed this if you enjoyed this uh, podcast, I, I would really appreciate it if you give it a thumbs up. Um, that helps other people find it. And if you know someone who might need a little kick in the pants to get something done and has an interest in photography, send them this. Forward this to them. And, uh, you know, Tell them I told you to. And, you know, if you guys found something of interest in here and it's a little helpful, giving a thumbs up, like I said, and even leaving a review would be helpful so other people can find me. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the podcast for me, you can re you can add a comment to whatever you're listening on or click the uh, thumbs up and there should be 
an option to leave comments. And if not, find me on, on my social medias. Everything is Lance Sensei, L-A-N-T-Z-S-E-N-S-I, or L-A-N-L-A-N-T-Z-S-E-N-S-E-I. I had to change the spelling on some of them some of them because there's more than one Lance Sensei. Um, so just look me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm most uh, I'm most active on Instagram. So that's at Lance Sensei, all one space. All one, uh, sorry, all one word, no space. All right. I hope you enjoyed this again. And if you did, please give it a thumbs up and consider subscribing too. And if you want any themes for me to talk about any things for the future podcast, let me know. Send me an email. Shoot me a DM. And uh, I'll see what I can do. All right. Have a great day, and I'll see you. I'll be in your ears maybe, hopefully, next month. I try and do this once a month, if not more. All right. Have a great time. Have a great time. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye.